Alright, okay, okay, what is up everybody, it's Holiday Talks Facts right here. <clears throat> gonna spit some facts like always, of course, again, it's my third episode of the day, and I hope you guys enjoyed my two episodes from this morning, my AEW Winter's Coming Review, and my NFL 2020 Season Week 13 Predictions, hope you guys enjoy those episodes. So now we talk some wrestling, we talk some football, let's talk some basketball. Alright, we'll start with Anthony Davis right here. So with Anthony Davis right here who signed a five-year, five-year, $190 million contract. So he re-signed with the L.A. Lakers. It was very expected to see that right there. We knew that Anthony Davis was going to re-sign with L.A. most likely. You know, and it happened. Um, I'm not surprised, though. I think it's a great contract right here. You know, A.D., I, I think, you know... I think, in my opinion, he is one of the most respectable players in the NBA, in my opinion. I think he's very humble. He's a great fucking ball player. He really is. He had a game winner. It was like game two against Denver in the conference finals. He's a great player, Anthony Davis, you know. And everyone wants to say, well, how much help does LeBron need? I mean, come on. Every other superstar has had someone else with them. Like, you know, like how MJ had Scottie Pippen and Kobe had Shaq, you know. Everybody always had somebody. Just is what it is. But I think it's a fair contract right there. Five years, $190 million. He got paid, Anthony Davis. He got paid right there. And he damn well deserved it. You know, he's really found himself in L.A. You know, he was always great in New Orleans. But now he's a champion. This guy's a future Hall of Famer right here. And it's going to be fun to see what the Lakers do in the next five years of his contract. You know, we'll see. You know, they're going to go back to the finals, like I said. I Like I mentioned plenty of times, I feel like they're going back to the NBA finals this season coming up. I really feel like they are. You know, they've stacked up on the roster a little bit more. You know, they extended LeBron till 2022-2023 season. Now you got Davis for five more years. They brought in Dennis Schroeder. They re-signed Jared Dudley. They brought in Montrez Harrell. You know, they're stacking up right here to Lakers. That's what they're doing. And they signed, like, uh... Didn't they say Marcus Gasol, too? Where did he go? I think he went to the Lakers, right? Let's see. I, I'm almost sure that he did. Yep, he signed with the Lakers, too. And he actually st- he actually was drafted by the Lakers in 07. So now he gets to play for them this time right here. I think... Wasn't he involved in that Kwame Brown trade? Wasn't he involved in that trade? I think it was. I, I don't know. But, um, so now he'll officially get to play for the Lakers after getting drafted by them. He didn't get to even play with the Lakers at all. He got traded in February for his brother, Pal. So, now he'll get a chance to play. But, no, with with AD, though, with AD, though, I like the contract. I do like the deal right here. You know, he got paid. We all knew he was going to stay with, you know, the Lakers. We all knew that. I thought maybe he'd go to Chicago and go play for his hometown team right there with the Bulls. So, I mean, listen, seeing AD in a Bulls jersey would have been nice. But it was predictable he was going to re-sign with the Lakers, you know. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun right here. It's going to be interesting to see what AD does. You know, we'll see. You know, he had, he had a lot of chance out there in New Orleans right there. You know, they just didn't build around him. You know, 
he was the franchise guy in New Orleans right there, and they just never built around him. They just never did. So you know what? He was like wasting his career out there. Now he's in his prime with the Lakers, and he's been amazing. He was great for the Lakers last season. He's going to be great this season coming up. You know, I'd say he's definitely one of my favorite players to watch. You know, he's just great. I feel like AD doesn't get enough love, in my opinion. Before he joined the Lakers, <clears throat> before he joined the Lakers, I felt like he never got enough love. But now he does. And we know Pelican fans hate him. Like, we're hating on true greatness right here. You're hating on a champion. I understand you could say, oh, he did you guys wrong and everything because he wanted to leave. Well, when you're not winning, when you're not winning, and if you're in his, if you're in his shoes and you're not winning at all, you're going to do the same thing. You would wind up leaving as well. If you were in his shoes, I would do the same thing, saying, you know, I'm not winning. I got to go somewhere else. It was the right thing to do. And look, he, they benefited out of it right there. They won a championship. And they might win another one this season. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It's going to be crazy. I mean, the only threat to the Lakers, like legit threat to the Lakers, it is the Clippers. It still is the Clippers. They're really the only legit threat right there. To beating the Lakers in a playoff series. I can't see any other team doing it. I could see some teams like pushing the Lakers to their limits. But, I mean, come on. I can't say like, oh yeah, that team could beat the Lakers in the playoffs. Other than the Clippers, I can't say anybody else. There's nobody else. I don't even know who comes in second right there. You can't really say Dallas because they don't. they can't play defense. You know, Luka can't do it all by himself. And Porzingis is always hurt. You can't, you can't say them. You know, Utah, I mean, Utah's a great defensive team, but they always fall apart. And, you know, I mean, Phoenix, you can't say Phoenix. Can't say Golden State now because Clay Thompson's out for the whole season. You can't say them. Maybe you could say, you could say Denver because they did face the Lakers in the conference finals. So you could say them. You can't say the Rockets. And we'll get to the Rockets in a, in a second. The Rockets always choke no matter what. Okay, C's not going to make the playoffs now. We know that. But there's no other legit threat to the Lakers than the Clippers in the West. In the East, you have other teams they would face, like, in the finals. You know, you have the Bucks, you got the Nets, you still got the Heat, you have the 76ers, you got the Celtics, you got the Raptors. You know, the East we know is really stacked, and so was the West. But the only legit team in the West to beat the Lakers is the Clippers. They're the only legit threat to the Lakers. There's nobody else. There's nobody There's nobody else. I don't know who comes in second. I guess it is Denver. But that's it right there. <laughs> that's really it. But with AD, though, we knew he was going to get paid big money. He deserved it. You know, we were kind of thinking, like, is he actually going to stay with the Lakers? Maybe he's going to swerve everybody and go somewhere else. Like, wouldn't it be funny if he went back to New Orleans? Oh, my God, that would be funny. Oh, my God. That would be something right there. Just win a championship and then dip like Dwight Howard did. Finally won a championship then like said, okay, I'm going to go to Philly. Even though Philly will make the playoffs, you know. I don't think they'll get to the finals, but, you know, we'll see. Anything is, anything is possible, to be honest. Who knows? And like Rondo, well, he got a second ring now. He's in Atlanta. Atlanta has a good chance, you know, to make some noise this season. But we'll see. But with Davis, though, you know, um... I don't know, a lot of people thought he was going to go to Boston, like, a while back. Like, you know, I think the reason why the Celtics didn't pull the trigger on an Anthony Davis trade because they didn't think he was going to stay with them. 
because I think they were going to ask for like they were going to ask him to sign an extension, but he didn't do it. He wouldn't. I don't think he would budge on it. Right. That's why that trade never happened because they didn't want him as a rental, and they were going to give up like probably like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You'd be giving up a lot of pieces right there for one guy. You know, the Lakers. The reason why it's different for them because. Well, because those guys didn't make the playoffs. Those other guys for the Celtics, they made it to the playoffs. They got to the conference finals against Cleveland and forced it to seven games without Kyrie and Hayward. Which was something. That Celtics team was magical. They definitely should have won it all. They really should have won it all with those guys right there in the 17-18 season. It just didn't happen. But again, with Anthony Davis, though, deserves a contract. And I wish him the best for the rest of his career. You know, he's in his prime right now. At the age of, uh, let's see how old he is. You know, Davis at the age, at the age of 27, he'll be 32 when his contract is done. So he might, he might still get another Supermax contract right there at 32 years old. <laughs> he's been a fun player to watch. You know, he's a seven-time All-Star. He's going to get more. He's definitely going to get to 10 pretty soon. He's just a great player. He really is. All right, so now we got to talk about a trade right here between Russell Westbrook and John Wall. The Houston Rockets and the Washington Wizards made this trade last night with the Houston Rockets and Washington Wizards agreed to trade, agreed to a Russell Westbrook and a John Wall trade. So the Wizards are sending John Wall in a lottery-projected 2023 first-round NBA draft pick to the Rockets for Westbrook in a deal that both players wanted and have been simmering for weeks. All right. Let me just say this right here. This trade obviously goes in the favor of the Washington Wizards. They won this trade by a mile, by a country mile. We know Westbrook's actually older than John Wall. He's 32 and John Wall's 30. The only reason why Washington benefits from it and why they won this trade is because John Wall didn't even play last season. And let's let's actually take a look. Let's take a look at the at the games John Wall has played in the last three seasons. Let's take a quick look. He didn't play last season. We're still going to count that. He didn't play last season at all. And he had a great career out there in Washington before the injury. So let's take a look. In the last three seasons, let's see, 41. Let's see, 41 plus 32. 30 right there, 71, 73. So he's only played 73 games in the last three seasons. He's played 73 games in the last three seasons. And like I said, didn't play last season at all. Uh, I mean, listen, I take Westbrook over Wall any day. Russell Westbrook is a Hall of Famer. John Wall, he's borderline, to be honest, unless if he really turns around in Houston coming off, you know, his bad injuries right here. And it's been a shame because he was, a, you know, he was the most underrated player, in my opinion, in the league. I felt like he didn't get enough love. He was just very underrated. I feel like he got overshadowed by a lot of people. But Westbrook is a nine-time All-Star. He's an MVP. John Wall's a five-time All-Star. And like I said, Westbrook's a Hall of Famer. Right now, John Wall is borderline. Like I said, unless he turns it around in Houston... And maybe makes it to two more All-Star games, so that'd be seven, then maybe he'll be a Hall of Famer. So, we'll see. But this is a really good trade right here for Washington. Westbrook and Beal 
I think that combo is going to work. I think that'll work right there because you know what? Because when it was Westbrook and Harden, they both play the same way right there, Westbrook and Harden. They ball hog and they always feel like they got to take the last shot and everything. At least it's different with Westbrook and Beal. You know, Beal is a clutch ball player. James Harden is not a clutch ball player. Even though I, you know, I said I wanted James Harden in the Nets, but I didn't say that he was clutch. I never said that. He's never been a clutch player, you know, James Harden. Never has been. But with Westbrook and Beal now, that's a deadly combo. That is a deadly combo. John Wall and Harden, it's not a deadly combo right now because, like I said, John Wall has only played 73 games in the last three seasons. So we don't know how he's going to look with Houston. We do not know how he's going to look. Is he going to be the old John Wall or is he going to be old John Wall where he just can't play anymore? We don't know. We legit don't know how he's going to turn out. We know Westbrook's going to be just fine. Like, listen, I know, I know I've given Russell Westbrook a lot of hate. I just feel like, you know, he's not, I don't know. In my opinion, I feel like he's not a nice person in a way. Just, you know, he's always going out with the fans. Other than that incident in Utah, that was different. Westbrook was, he was in the right right there to say whatever he wanted right there to that Jazz fan that made racist remarks, you know, towards him. He had every right to say what he wanted there. But with other, you know, fan incidents and just, like, you know, a couple times where, like, he almost, like, smacked the phone out of someone's hand. I'm like, really? Um, okay. Like, that was just dumb. But other than, you know, when, you know, the fan made the racist remark towards him, you say whatever you want right there. I'll be on Westbrook's side, you know, all the time on that one. 100%. But... And Westbrook's definitely not overrated. It's just the only reason why I said him and Harden wasn't going to work is because just they play the same way. And Westbrook's not a three-point shooter. We see him, like, shooting threes. I'm like, this guy cannot shoot threes. I don't know why he does it. He shouldn't be doing it at all, in my opinion. But he's one of the most dominant players of our generation. He really is, you know. We know he's going to be a 10-time All-Star pretty soon. Maybe this season he will be. But, um... I like, listen, I don't know. But this trade easily, easily benefits Washington right here. It just does. It definitely benefits them. I mean, come on. Well, actually, it's not going to be an All-Star game this year because, you know... Due to COVID and everything, yeah, there's no All-Star game this season. The All-Star game won't be till 2022, so then, then Westbrook will be... So then he'll be an All-Star in 2022. Because it's not one this season, so that's fine. But I had to make sure about that, because I know I've, like, you know, I remember, like, them saying there's no All-Star game. I had to think, like, wait, let me actually go back and check. So there is no All-Star game this season, obviously. But... Like I said, Westbrook's a Hall of Famer. He is. You know... Like I said, the trade, it, it's a win for Washington. Washington's now, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. I feel like Wall and Beal... I mean, like I said, we don't know how John Wall's going to be. That's why Rocket fans shouldn't be getting too hype right now, because we don't know how John Wall's going to play. We don't know how he's going to play. Is he going to be playing... Like the old John Wall, or is it going to be old John Wall where it's like, you know, he can't really play anymore? Is it going to be like that? We just don't know yet. Hopefully John Wall goes out there and he balls out and everything. 
and he has a great season, maybe he gets comeback player of the year. We'll see. That'd be nice. We know Westbrook's going to dominate this year. I feel like him and Beal, I think they'll do fine. It's like James Harden in relationships just hasn't worked out with him. You know, him and CP3 had a fallen out. Him and Westbrook now. Now it's him and John Wall. How's this going to work out? And John Wall's a lot like CP3. He's not really toxic like Westbrook is. Like, Westbrook is toxic. We got to admit that, though. He just is. I feel like he's a toxic person, Westbrook. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel, you know, when you see, like, his... He's doing his body language out there. Like, he's kind of, like, almost feels like he's in it for himself in a way. That's just, that's just, that's just how I feel about him. I respect him as a person and as a basketball player. I just feel like he's very selfish. That's just how I feel. And, you know, he was talking shit in game one in the second round this year against the Lakers. And then what happened the next four games? You lost. So, when you talk shit to the GOATs right there, or the all-time greats, you know what happens. If you talk shit to Tom Brady, he's going to come and get you. If you talk shit to MJ, he would go and get you. Kobe, he would go and get you. LeBron, he's going to go and get you. That's how it is. You can talk shit to the GOATs, you know, for a little while right there. But eventually, it'll catch up to you. It's the wheel of karma right there. It's the wheel of karma. Like, like, like let's just go back to, like, the teams the Lakers play in the playoffs. Like how Damian Lillard was talking shit in game one. What happened the next four games? They lost. Westbrook talking shit in the second round after game in after game one. They lost the next four. The Nuggets, there wasn't really any like talk at all, so nothing could say there. But like, you know, and Tyler Hero in the finals for the Heat, you know, was snarling like right there. I'm like, really? And then what happened? The Heat wound up losing. They should have lost in five, but Danny Green happened, so it is what it is. That's just the point I'm trying to make. When you talk shit to the all-time greats right there, it's going to bite you in the ass. Sooner than later. Sooner than later. Just like in the last dance right there. When the guy in Utah. When that guy in Utah right there, Brian Russell. When he talked shit to MJ saying, man, why you quit? You know, I could have guarded your ass and shit like that. When MJ, you know, was, you know, was going to play baseball and everything, he was just visiting, you know, because the Jazz were playing the Bulls in Chicago, so he was going visiting, you know, meet with the guys right there, and he was saying, why'd you quit and everything, you know, I could have guarded your ass and yada, 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 and then look what happened a few years later in game six in the last ever finals, MJ was in the last time he was ever in the playoffs right there before he retired for a second time, look what he did to, By- look what he did to Byron Russell at the end right there, even though it took like five years, the wheel of karma came around for him. It just happens. It happens in mysterious ways. You know, when you talk shit, you better be able to back it up. Westbrook does talk a lot of shit. He really can't back it up. I feel bad for Westbrook, though, because he might go down as one of the best players to ever play this game and not even win a championship. Washington's not going to win a championship. They're not going to win a championship. We already know that for a fact. They're not winning a championship. I think people should know that. They're not winning a championship. You know, they'll make some noise this season, but they ain't winning no championship. That's just, that's just not going to happen. They'll make noise in the regular season. We could see maybe they could win in the first round of the playoffs, all depending on who they play. But 
other than that, I can't see them going, like, you know, extremely far in the playoffs. I can't see that at all. That would be kind of blasphemous to say right there that they'll get far in the playoffs. I feel like they can win the first round. You know, with Houston, though, with Houston... I mean, Houston, I don't think will really go that far at all in the season, in my opinion. You know, actually, no, they'll go far in the season, but in the playoffs, they won't go anywhere. And we look at the Washington Wizards starting lineup right now. It's Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Ruha Chermuria, Davis Burdens, and Thomas Bryant. And for the Rockets, John Wall, James Harden, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, and Christian Wood. Washington obviously has the better lineup. We'll just see what happens, though. We'll see what happens. Just imagine. Wouldn't that be really funny, though, if it was Wizards and Rockets in this year's finals coming up? Imagine that. Just imagine that, though. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be something right there. You know somebody's going to finally get their first ring. Is it going to be Westbrook and Beal, or is it going to be John Wall and James Harden? I mean, I would love to see that finals. That would be really cool. That's unexpected. But we know the Rockets, they always choke in the playoffs, and the Wizards, I mean... The Wizards are definitely a sleeper right there. You might not expect them to really get far, but they will. They can get far in the playoffs. You know what? They could probably... I'll even say this right now. The Wizards, they could definitely make it to the conference finals. They are a dangerous team. They got good defenders on there. They got great shooters. They could make it to a conference finals. They could surprise a lot of people. The Rockets... I don't want to say the first-round exits. I just feel like they are, though. That's just who they are, the Rockets. They don't... They don't go anywhere. You know, even though they were in the conference finals a couple years ago, they well, did they win? They lost. I don't want to hear, oh, well, at least they made it to the conference finals, or where have the Nets been the last few years? Well, when the Nets are in the finals this year, we'll talk about it. So, okay. But still, it doesn't matter you got to the conference finals. It's like, that's like a second-place trophy. You didn't get to the finals, and you didn't win. So, enough with that. But with this trade, though, I, mean, I wouldn't say this trade was, like, unexpected. We didn't, like, hear it. A couple weeks ago, and I thought, oh, that would be something. And then it finally happened. We know, like, the Hornets were really interested in Westbrook. I think that would have been really cool, too. You would have Westbrook, LaMelo Ball, and Gordon Hayward. That would have been interesting, but the Hornets set themselves back by not making that trade. But they probably had to give up a lot of assets for that, to be honest. I think this was, like, a couple weeks before the draft. They were talking about a potential... Westbrook and Wall trade now finally happened. So it was something hearing that last night. You know, it wasn't a surprise. You know, we heard about it happening and now finally just it came to fruition. But like I said, this trade benefits the Wizards more than it benefits the Rockets. You know, like I said, maybe John Wall goes out there and he plays like his old self and the Rockets make some noise. Maybe they do. Maybe this is the combo right here. Maybe this is the pairing. That leads the Rockets, you know, all the way. Because CP3 and Harden, I mean, they got to a conference finals, but CP3 got hurt. And he missed game six. He came back in game seven, and the Rockets wound up losing that series. You know, him and Westbrook didn't work out. They lost in the second round. Now you got now you got him and John Wall. Another pairing right here. Does this pairing work? It's like you're on your third strike coming up right here. You're, you know... You're in a 3-2 count right now with the bases loaded and two outs. That's basically what you're on right now with John Wall. 
And I would take CP3 and Russell Westbrook over John Wall any day right now. But maybe that maybe I change my mind if John Wall goes off this season. If he stays healthy and plays good, then maybe I change my mind. And obviously we know CP3 and Devin Booker is a better combo than John Wall and James Harden. People could say that's crazy, but the reason why I say that is because look at CP3 who's been healthy most of his career right here. Had a great season with OKC and they almost beat the Rockets. They forced the seven games. Devin Booker was a superstar in this league, a young superstar, is younger than Harden. I feel like he can outplay James Harden. You get those two in a shooting contest right there, Booker will outshoot the living hell out of him. That's what he'll do. Westbrook and Beal is an amazing combo. Westbrook was a Hall of Famer, and so CP3, obviously. And Bradley Beal is one of the best shooters in this game, one of the most underrated players in this league. I mean, come on. I wouldn't even put John Wall or James Harden as a top five duo in the NBA. I just wouldn't do it. I would not do it. I would not do it at all. You know, I would, I would put Kyrie and KD over them. It was over Kyrie and KD. Oh, you know, both they're both injury prone. Kyrie's been hurt the last couple of seasons. KD didn't play last season. Okay. You know, last time I checked, those guys got championships. So I take championships over that right there. Just saying. And they're going to win when this season coming up. So be ready for it. And obviously take LeBron and AD over them as well. And I would take even Simmons and Embiid over them. They're not in my top five. My top five, and this is not in order. This is not in order right here. You know, Westbrook and Beal, CP3 and Booker, KD and Ky- or you know Kyrie and KD, Simmons and Embiid, LeBron and AD. That's not in order right there. I'd say LeBron and AD is number one. I would definitely say that. The rest of the way, I mean, I can't really say it right now, but that's my top five. You know, but it was oh, but Westbrook and you know Beal never play with each other yet, and oh, well, neither's John Wall and James Harden. Oh, but Katie and Kyrie haven't played with each other either. Okay, again, championships. Just saying. Uh, you know, it's just you gotta you know fact check these people. That's what you gotta do right there, but. Listen, you know, AD, like I said, deserved that contract. I want to get that out of the way again. You know, he deserved that contract right there. We knew he was going to get a big contract no matter where he was going to go or whether he was going to stay with the Lakers, which he did. He deserves that contract. You know, and it's going to be very exciting to see what the Lakers do in the next couple of years. They're going to be very exciting. You know, it, it's not going to be just a one-hit wonder winning a championship and then they're going to fall off. That's not going to happen. They've, you know, reloaded right now. They've reloaded. You know, with this trade right here between the Wizards and the Rockets, the Wizards obviously won this trade. But will they win it in the end? They've won it for right now. But can they win it in the end? Do the Rockets get a championship out of this? Do the Wizards get a championship out of this? I'm going to say no on both sides. I don't think the Wizards can get to a finals, and we know the Rockets. I mean, come on. We know how they are. James Harden will light it up in the regular season, and then once the playoffs comes around, he'll just be a ghost. And who knows? James Harden might be traded before the season even starts. We don't even know. That whole trade with Harden and the Nets could come back up again. Who knows? Or some or somewhere else. Maybe Harden to Philly. 
like they talked about. So something else could just happen. We don't know. We know that's a potential. We know that's a potential like Rockets lineup. It's not really guaranteed. With the Wizards lineup is guaranteed. The Rockets. I mean, we'll see though. I don't think they're gonna trade Harden now. Doesn't really make sense to trade him now. If you're gonna do it, you would just done it, you know, before. But we'll see. All right, guys. Well, thank you, guys. I really do appreciate you guys for listening to all three of my episodes here today. Thank you for listening to my AEW Winter's Coming review. Thank you for listening to my NFL 2020 Season Week 13 predictions. And thank you guys for listening to this episode with the Westbrook and Wall trade, you know, slash Anthony Davis re-signing. I truly thank you guys for listening. You know, you guys are awesome. Like I said, I don't care how many plays I get. Just, you know, I don't care about my, I don't care if it's just one person listening. I don't care. All I'm happy is, you know, to the people that do listen right here, no matter how you know big or small my audience is, I'm always appreciative of each and every one of you guys. No matter who you are, thank you for listening. Whether you're a hater or a lover, thank you for listening. You make it possible right here. You keep me going right here with my episodes. And I will talk to you guys on Saturday afternoon with my WWE Friday Night SmackDown review. And I actually will be watching Tribute to the Troops because it's on at 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock here on Sunday over here. So I'll be able to watch that. And I'll review that either Sunday night or Monday morning. Most likely Sunday night because it's a one-hour show. It's not like the two-hour, three-hour show. It's only one hour. So that'll be like a, kind of like a quick review. So all right, guys. Well, I will talk to you guys. Barring any sports news, I'll talk to you guys Saturday afternoon with my WWE Friday night SmackDown review. And hope you guys have a great night. Thank you for listening to all three of my episodes here today. That's a rare right there doing three, but just gonna keep it going. So again, thank you guys for listening, and I will talk to you guys Saturday afternoon. Have a good night, guys.